0: Greetings Hempster. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Hemp Aware Radio where we focus on what's most important. And today's show is Imagine Hemp New Zealand and it's actually a company. So today I'll be chatting with Sean Doyle of Hemp New Zealand LTD Limited. But I just want to mention that if you have a hemp company and you want more traffic, leads and sales, Or if you're wanting to update your website or your brand in any way, then reach out to us on hempaware.com. We've got all sorts of great resources for hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies to help them succeed online. And if you're ready, you can schedule a call today so we can help you make your hemp visions come to fruition. But anyway, I appreciate your attention and tuning into this empowering conversation we're about to have. I'm very thankful and excited to dive into today's show, uh, as this topic is likely the most important aspect that I think hemp has as as a value to humanity, being an essential food source, and so it was uh, hemp food and hemp protein in particular that really got me to make a decision to focus on one thing in life as it relates to my career and in fact before creating hempaware and bulkhempwarehouse.com for many years i used to provide sales services for different hemp companies mainly based out of canada and it was a blast i learned an incredible amount about hemp seeds as a nutritional source and so i really look forward to diving into today's show to share with you the powerful benefits that hemp seeds have to offer as a protein source, a good quality fat source, and other phytonutrients that you can get from hemp seeds. And so let's dive right into it and bring Sean Doyle onto the show today from Hemp, New Zealand. Welcome to the show, Shani. I appreciate your presence.
1: Good morning, Tyler.
0: How are you, mate? All is well. I know... um, you're you're on the other side of the planet, just going into spring as as we're going into winter, um, but I'm so glad that you could join me on the show, and would love to learn a little bit more about your background, kind of what your area of expertise is, and what led you up to working with hemp, with hemp New Zealand.
1: Yeah, sure, Tyler. So I've
0: had a sales, a
1: business to business sales background for just over 38 years now, and I was offered a role by a uh, family that have been that have bought into our company, and it's the more I, I didn't jump on board straight away. I had to do a little bit of research, and the more I read, the more I couldn't believe. And you know, we're just talking about the food side of it. We're not talking about all the fibre and all the other bits and pieces that are coming. So, so for me, it was a it was a real steep learning curve. I have been in the food industry previously. Um, So what I've been doing is contacting all the large food manufacturers in New Zealand and Australia, and just trying to see if we can generate some some interest in them making more nutritious food products for us. So that's basically what I've been up
0: to. Right on. So you have a background in sales and uh, working with with other food products, but then you came across Temp and just dove into it, learning as much as you can, and what is your position at Hemp New Zealand? give you have a, 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 an official title?
1: Yeah, I'm the sales manager for bulk ingredients. So I'm awesome. I'm selling, selling 50 pound bags of hemp protein, hemp seed, um, what we call bran over here, which is the fibre that kind of food fibre that comes off the, the protein mill,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: also hemp seed oil, and 200 liter and 1000 liter. Hope so
0: right on so so you've got hemp seeds hemp protein powder the the cake the the hemp seed oil um I, how is hemp perceived in new zealand is it getting more and more popular or what what percentage of the population would say is is consuming hemp food based products
1: just like everywhere else in the world tyler not many mm-hmm um i all right. um, that, that's the that's the impression that I'm getting. I've been talking to other people around the world and trying to get an mm-hmm. idea of what it's ha- what is happening for them over there. And mm-hmm. I think we all we all have the same problem. And I you know I don't know whether it's an industry thing that needs to fix it or not, but you know consumers consumers need knowledge. Once they have knowledge, they can they can use it, and the true fact of hemp is that it's packed with protein, it's packed with fatty acids, it's packed with um, vitamins and minerals, and also dietary fiber. It's it's a very healthy, nutritious food. That is, nobody can say that it's not. But Mm -hmm. you can't get that message across clearly to the end consumers. I mean, most Most people, I believe, in New Zealand don't know what hemp is.
0: Do you think they're still living with a stigma in their mind that hemp is this weird marijuana product that they're kind of afraid of? Yeah, totally. Mm I mean,
1: hemp was made illegal here in New Zealand back in the late 40s. So we Mm -hmm. were... We only went legal with the food product. We could sell, we've been selling hemp seed oil since 2008, but we only right. went legal with the food product in November. But yeah, we've just gone four years on Saturday of this week. Wow. So it's, you know, because yeah. of that distance, it's been, I mean, we're only u- using it in bird seed. Right. Okay. So everybody's used hemp and and fed it to their, to their birds, and mm-hmm. what they don't understand is that their birds didn't get stoned, and yeah. the birds were actually quite healthy. You know, mm-hmm. that's the way off mm-hmm. well, that's certainly it's one, of one of the things I show, um, when I go and talk to food technologists and new product development people, I take them a small bag of whole hemp seed and they get blown away by the size of them because nobody knows what it looks like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I right. would say to the I say to the people who here had birds as a kid, and most people have had budgies. A lot of people have had budgies,
0: mm-hmm. and I just What do, are budgies? Oh, just
1: little little small, colourful birds. Okay, parrots, all sorts of stuff, all sorts of birds. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. And I just say to them, when you clean out the bottom of the cage, all those little tiny half shells were hemp. Right. And they sort of, oh, my God, really?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So,
1: you know, I, it, it's a problem. I don't believe the problem is just New Zealand. Right. I'm, I'm starting to get the, get the feeling that the whole world, still doesn't really understand what hemp is and i, I think you know, you're I'm, right i can't i can't i can't claim that there i have knowledge of, of that but that's just what it seems to be i mean everybody there's a huge movement to, to go to vegan, vegetarian and vegan diets
2: mm-hmm.
1: and if that's the case hemp should be high very high on anybody's list, yeah. simply because of protein content.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: you've got over 30 grams of protein per 100 grams of feed for the bee shell feed. feed. and mm-hmm. you've got protein flour. Well, that's mm-hmm. you know that, and it's all all the amino acids, and they're all, you know the digestibility rate on that those amino acids are over 90. percent
2: Exactly. So it's a
1: good, it's a good healthy product for people that are looking for alternative sources of, mm-hmm. of
2: store.
1: The bonus of it is the, the de-shelled hemp seeds actually have a very nutty flavor, which yeah. I, find, I find quite strange. And mm-hmm. don't ever mix them with uh, chocolate ice cream and frozen berries.
0: Exactly. It's <laughs> yeah, it's so versatile. You can put it on... Breakfast meals, lunch meals, dinner meals, savory, sweet—all you know—all these different types of meals, hemp seeds go really well with. I, I totally agree. It's definitely a staple in our family. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it, it's
1: it's just trying to get the trying to get the understanding mm-hmm. for the, from the general public. I mean, you know, we've got a we had a number of um, food manufacturers here in New Zealand that that launch product with hemp in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And those, those companies, Tyler, have deleted the product. Hmm. Really? And the, the reason for that is it doesn't sell. Wow.
0: Mm. Do you so, think part of your, yeah. your marketing strategy involves a lot of education? Is, is that your guys' approach so that people are knowledgeable yeah. about what, what this is?
1: Well... Interestingly enough, when I first started in this role, I would talk to food technologists and new product development people. They all knew what hemp was mm-hmm. because they'd been traveling to trade shows all around the world, and mm-hmm. they were trying products that were in their, in their category, so to speak,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and have hemp in it. And they'd think, that's interesting. And they'd go around the corner, and there's a hemp stand, so they go and talk to the people about hemp. A lot of a lot of those people when I started this is back in two thousand and seventeen. So early two thousand and eighteen I started hitting the food manufacturers. They all had a very good good idea when hemp was going to be legal. So the food manufacturers actually had the interest. But the general public didn't.
2: Right. So Until the
0: people you were selling to may not be the end consumer so they're knowledgeable they'd willing to invest in the product but then they couldn't yeah. sell it because their customers didn't know what it was
1: hmm. so i mean you know if you take an example we have um back bars down here that we call muesli bars i'm pretty sure you've got them up here as well mm-hmm. so in essence if you remove five percent or ten percent of the carbohydrate in one of those and add a fifty percent hemp protein flour, you've actually really spiked the protein content of that product. You've just mm-hmm. added replaced ten grams, you've just replaced it with five grams of protein. All
2: right. So
1: that's a, you know, that's a huge. That's a, that, you know, the, each bar is what around about forty fifty grams. That's a massive increase increase in protein. hmm.
2: You okay. know
1: that that protein keeps your stomach fuller longer, and that's the reality. Mm -hmm. So at some point, point, Tyler, mm -hmm. this will will change. Yeah,
0: no doubt. There'll be a tipping point when there's enough saturation of valuable information that's easy to understand and and a clear message about what this product is and can do. As a a protein source and fat source, But I'm curious, so as a company with Hemp New Zealand, what would you say, do you guys sell more bulk wholesale to other companies or you have your own finished retail product line or what do you think that you guys sell more of in in terms of, uh, you know, product and then do you sell mainly in New Zealand or all over the world?
1: No, at the moment we're just selling in New Zealand. Uh, we actually have our own range of products. Um, it's called Hemp Farm in New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Um, we produce oil, capsules, um, skin care, and then we also have the 500 gram retail packs of hemp protein and hemp hearts. So at the that's moment we're, we're selling, I mean, because we've been selling hemp seed oil since 2008, that's our, that's our forte.
2: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, what,
1: that's what the general public buy from health food stores, uh, online, etc. Right. So that, yeah. So we're what okay. we're looking at doing is is we have to expand. I mean, this this product is just too good not to. We have to we yeah. have to get we have to get them a good, clean, simple message out there. One. Uh, mm-hmm in sales for too long Tyler I'm not a marketer so I don't I don't mm-hmm. know how to do them.
0: <laughs> sure but. yeah it takes a whole team really to uh, execute a full marketing strategy which you know marketing I think is the lifeblood of any business but sales is right under the umbrella of marketing it's absolutely essential um, which mm-hmm. kind of brings me to my next question I'm, I'm curious do you have you know specific sales strategies do you guys do outbound calls do you have uh, in mainly inbound sales what what kind of approach do you guys take it's as a company when it comes to sales
1: it's all of the above I mean I mm-hmm. personally I've, over the years I've had a number of inquiries from all around the world um, and some of you know a lot of a lot of the work that I do takes a long time to come to fruition I have some very large companies here that have already done factory trials on their products. They've done their, completed their recipes and they're just waiting. Mm-hmm. They've, they're not, not launching the product. They've got the product ready to go, but are
2: mm-hmm.
1: just waiting to see how the market develops and responds.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As, far as, as far as outbound calls are concerned, yeah, we, that's, that's what we have to do. I'm on the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm seeing people. I'm talking to people. So mm-hmm. it's um, the strategy. It's, it's a simple strategy, but it has to be. If it mm-hmm. gets too complicated, mate, nobody can follow it. So,
0: yeah.
1: so it's just a simple, so, simple strategy.
0: Can you kind of describe the sales process for us? And knowing that other hemp entrepreneurs, you know, listen to this. Radio show. They are doing their best to to generate sales for their different products, whether it's a a, a service or you know maybe a hemp fiber product or hemp clothing. Obviously, the, there's a little bit of different strategy in different markets. But what what does your process look like? I mean, you you do you use specific tools or is it just real basic email back and forth? What what kind of what does that look like? Well,
1: essentially, I'll I'll tell you what it. What it is for me because I'm just dealing with the bulk products I, I don't have much to do with the with the wholesale and the retail side of the business so for me the way it works for me is contact you have to you have to create a contact um, and you have to start a discussion and it's you know it, it doesn't have to be a lengthy process but it has to be started. If you don't start it, nothing's going to come. Mm-hmm. The, other, the other aspect, Tyler, is, you know, I've, I've, given, I've given product companies four years ago, and I know that they've, they've developed something, but they're not releasing it. So it's, what I do doesn't happen overnight. Yeah. So it's, it's the biggest thing for anybody out there that's listening that's with bulk food products you have to be patient and you have to keep knocking on doors.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I don't, know, I don't know what the food safety laws are like in the, in the United States, but down here they're very strict. We have a very strict process to, to go through mm-hmm. um, in order right. to become a, a food company. So there's always so many questions that I answer from that. So you know it's it's um, you have to do you have to be good uh, you have to be good at doing everything basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, so essentially, you, know, you you might do a little research online, maybe look for specific companies that maybe are health related or have other kind of protein type products in their product yep. line, and you just maybe make a call or send an email, and then. And then just keep following up. Make sure you make that initial contact and maybe get them samples if they need it. Find out what their needs are. And, and, um, and there is a sales expression I'm sure you're very familiar with is fortune is in the follow-up. So I, I totally agree there. It's, it's really about having yep. that, that reminder system to keep following up with people until they're ready to buy. Yep.
1: So it's, you know, it's, um, it's, not, it's not for the fight of hell. And yeah. I, my first sales job, Tyler. I used to sell um, Hobart food equipment here in New Zealand. I'm a chef by trade. Mm-hmm. That that was a tough job because you know you're dealing with very expensive pieces of machinery. So right. it was all all around capital expenditure budget, etc. Mm-hmm. This product this product is harder to sell. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs>
1: because, right. Because because of the lack of knowledge of the general public.
2: Mhm
0: Excuse me mm-hmm. uh, covering you're, from fine? A you're fine so what, other than you know the lack of knowledge about hemp, what would you say have been some of the other biggest challenges that you and the hemp new Zealand team have, have faced as a as a company as a hemp company, what other things have you had to to overcome and and how are you able to overcome some of those challenges um
1: Well, because we've only had, you know, we've only just recently put in our protein mill. And, you know, we're the first fully dedicated hemp food plant in New Zealand. So we do everything is done Mm in-house. The challenges that we've faced over the years, and there's been lots, there has been huge amounts. But again, it's because the industry is new, it had to be expected. That's the way I look at it. we don't know we don't know as we've never sold hemp seed before we don't know anything about it, and we're trying to find out because we're producing it and I mean it it's as simple as little things like which which cultivars get you get you the biggest yield of oil
2: mm-hmm.
1: what cultivars are better for for de hulling
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know that's one aspect and then what cultivars generally give you a higher yield to a hectare of growing, I mean, there's there is mm-hmm. just it's never ending. In 30 yeah. years' time, Tyler, my company will be in a way better place because they will have that knowledge.
0: Right.
1: You know? It's, yeah. um, it's, it I'm going to say it has not been easy. <laughs> it really yeah. hasn't. And sure. I mean, the way, I've, the way I've looked at it, this company has been a startup since I started because of the food side of it. With the oil, I mean, we, we could have grown those oil sales and we were growing those oil sales, but then we had Mr. COVID turn up. Mm-hmm. But um, the reality is, is that the food side of the business is brand new. Right. And you know we have to be, we can't be fixed in our looking at it. We've got to be flexible, and you have to be, because it's yeah. it's essential data. Mm-hmm. So it's whilst it, it's been, you know, we did sell we did sell product for a time into the largest plant based food manufacturer in Australasia, and mm-hmm. I was absolutely over the moon with that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, has it been challenging? Yes. Has it been exciting? Yeah. Has it right. been frustrating? Hell, no. yes. <laughs> yeah. So, it comes
0: with all that. But in the end, when you wake up every day and you go to a, a job that you know is transforming lives or really serving people, increasing their health, increasing their overall well-being, it's, it's I think, easier to face that frustration or challenge when you know you're you're doing the right thing, you're doing something that's really contributing to society, right?
1: Um, yeah, definitely. Um, but I mean, it's even, you know, on a personal level, Tyler, it, you know, and I mean, we're just talking about the food side of things. I mean, the mm-hmm. fiber side is just unbelievable. Right. And you know, when you think that it's like I say, it's like I say to my food techs and new product development people when I leave them, I say, in three hundred years' time, we'll still be learning what we can do with him, oh yeah, and that's that's this is a plant that keeps giving, yeah, and you know for me, I'm lucky because I still have the passion for it,
2: mm-hmm.
1: so you know, it's 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 not easy. But yeah, I'm I'm Irish and I don't give up.
0: So. Exactly right.
2: <laughs> well, well, my father. Yeah,
0: well, I have some Irish blood in me too, so I know that I got that go-getter attitude. But I, once I saw what hemp's potential was, I put in all my chips and realized this is my calling. And I know many others out there have that same feeling, and so they want the the pointers the insights the tools to to really succeed because it's it's not enough to make a difference in the world when everything runs on money and so making a difference and a dollar is really what we want to empower our listeners to be able to do and since they've got the expertise on whatever hemp product they're making uh, our job is to help them sell that product and so with hemp new zealand You know, one of the things that, as you very well know, in sales is differentiating yourself and and really having a unique position in the market. And certainly being the only hemp food manufacturer in New Zealand, you guys have an incredible head start. But if you were to describe maybe something else about the business or maybe your processing, how you produce the material, what would you say is something unique or, or different from other hemp food manufacturers out there?
1: Well, I have been told that our hemp seed oil tastes better than Australian mm-hmm. hemp seed, oil. and that was mm-hmm. from an Australian. So that's high praise for our product. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it tastes better, cleaner, other, smoother.
1: Well, I don't know. He was—he's a hemp grower, and when mm-hmm. he tasted, tasted it on a Zoom meeting with me, and he—he he just went, "Wow, this is really nice. This is way better than ours." that's his mm. words not one. right he also he gave it to his assistant who said exactly the same thing wow so i think you know and i and i put that down you know it, it'll be a little bit to do with the growing conditions okay but it'll i put it down we're only we're limited to about seven or eight different cultivars that we're allowed to grow okay so that's yeah that's not one many of the, yeah, so there's one one that's one differentiation. The other mm-hmm. one is our protein mill.
0: Mm-hmm. It
1: has has no grit in it, and it basically has no flavour. Interesting. I, yeah, I've got a customer here in New Zealand who's adding eight percent hemp protein to his product, mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. been using. Um, Canadian we've been importing Canadian mm-hmm. but now that, that we we are the first fully dedicated food plant in New Zealand where we produce everything in-house
2: mm-hmm. we
1: have him some hemp protein from the New Zealand mill and he can't believe it so there's the opportunity there for him to make it he didn't he could only add 8% of the Canadian product because it, it impacted the flavor of his product right.
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I'm, I'm thinking out loud here and got both my fingers and toes crossed but it looks like the heat they are striving to add um, packaging claims whereby they have to have we have to have 10 grams of protein per serving in our food products to have a claim about high in protein
2: okay. we should
1: be able, we should be able to do that very easily with this new product from our protein mills so I right. mean is you know I I don't know because I've never tried any whole hemp parts from from any other country, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm guessing that that's largely going to be the same.
0: Hmm. So, so are you guys using a to get that smooth, clean, almost neutral flavor? Are, are you using a chemical process or a mechanical process?
1: It's a mechanical process. It's it's a it's a mill that we bought out of Germany. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it's from what I can understand, a lot of, and I can only go by the Canadian because that's what I've that's what I've been selling.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: that product is, is very gritty. They've got a um, dietary yeah. fibre content on that of around about twenty four to twenty six percent. Our product has eighteen.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we our our mill operates differently than the Canadians clearly. Because we can Apparently, get a yeah. finer particle size. hmm so, mm-hmm. yeah, um, There's there's plenty there that are that sort of when you discover all this stuff, you start thinking and going, "Wow," you know? And mm-hmm. so that the potential is there. So it's, yeah. Um,
0: it's yeah. Well. And so that's definitely a differentiator. I mean, to have a smoother, less gritty product is, is a huge thing for the hemp industry because typically, you know, you run the, the hemp seeds through the press, you get that thick cake that's, you know, very high fiber, and then you can mill it down and kind of sift it through a mesh screen to remove more of the fiber and increase that protein content, Um hmm. But it sounds like you guys are able to kind of do that right out of the gate, which is a, a really good differentiator. If somebody yeah. wanted to purchase from you guys, even outside of New Zealand, have you opened up your, your market to, to selling to other countries as well?
1: Oh, Tyler, we would love to talk to anybody that was interested.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of exotic,
0: know. knowing that it yeah. was grown in New Zealand and... Such
1: yeah. amazing soil quality. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, I, I'm thinking this with regards to the flavour of our oil. I mean, that's it, probably that's probably the area that, that is our differentiation. Is our is where we grow it. We grow a lot.
2: Mm-hmm. We grow a
1: lot that island, and we've got um, there's two areas in the North Island, the Manawatu and um, the Wairarapa here on the North Island that we grow it. And mm-hmm. that obviously that has an impact. I mean, the you know yeah. the Australians, the Australians grow hemp in Victoria and Tasmania and New South Wales and Queensland. Um, but they they then have issues with flooding and um, with fires, etc. So wow. you know it's an interesting it's a because. I'm not sure what the growing conditions are like for hemp in Australia, but in New Zealand it, it seems to grow very easily. We believe that up north, at the top of the North Island, we could actually get two crops a year.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: so there's lots of, I mean, you know, on the, on the 30 year bucket list top, there's a, mm-hmm. there's, a lot, there's a lot of good stuff around.
0: For sure. So, kind of more on the topic of sales, since that's your area of expertise, and um, you know, sales is a big topic here on the show. Just helping our listeners with their sales. What would you say? Ha- have you observed other hemp companies, or just other health food or protein companies in general? Have you noticed, you know, any any mistakes that these companies are making when it when it comes to selling their products, or? any pointers that you can you can provide them to to help them improve their sales um,
1: I, I i don't know if i can help them improve their sales but the way the way i look at it there's you, there is a number of companies out there doing um, protein isolates and those are basically proteins that have had everything else but off. so they're essentially a, a protein mm-hmm.
2: um,
1: I do believe there's a company in the States that are doing an 80% hemp protein. And that has 1.2 grams of dietary fiber per 100. So it's Mm -hmm. basically... um, uh, Pea protein, again, that has a very, very strong flavor, so it needs to be masked. Mm
2: -hmm. Um,
1: The hemp, hemp protein itself has everything in it uh minerals vitamins protein dietary fiber you name it it's in there
2: mm-hmm. and it,
1: it's and it i don't i i'm not a big fan of protein isolate
2: right. i mean
1: we've got a i've got a i've got a a couple of um, customers here that sell protein for bodybuilders
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know we we have interesting Discussions around this, not just on the basis that you know you guys need they, because of what they're, they're what they're doing with their body, they actually need a higher amount of food, of dietary fibre. We right. actually have we actually have that product. So the, right. the shell that we took off our protein, uh, we've got to have a dietary fibre of over fifty percent fibre, but there'll also be about fifteen percent protein in there as well. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit. I'm, I'm actually putting some of that with my muesli every morning, Tyler. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, no so, doubt. Yeah. Well, I, I totally agree. I think one of the the biggest things about an isolated nutrient is that it doesn't come with all of the phytonutrients and cofactors to help metabolize <laughs> and break down and digest that nutrient in the body. I mean, when you that, eat, you know something like an avocado, that avocado comes with lipase enzymes, which help break down the fats. And, you know, same with these different protein sources. If, if you're just isolating one compound, I I just have a hunch that your body's not going to take it in as easily. It's not going to be as bioavailable as they say. So I, I think well, in that way, you're absolutely right. It's, it's more, more bioavailable to the body and the body recognizes it more and, and just provides it A wider range of nutrients?
1: Well, at the end of the day, I'm I'm a real simple guy, but it's all about balance and if you've got Mm -hmm. something, you've got an isolate, you're going to have to put so many other things with it and all you're doing is reducing the amount of protein. Every time you add something to it, you're reducing the amount of protein. So why not Mm -hmm. go for a, a lower, lower value protein that you don't have to add anything to? Right. I mean, that's that's just a simple way that I look at at food. Yeah. Uh, Well, I tell you what, if if there's if there's anybody out there listening that that would like a discussion around the sale selling of bulk hemp, I mean, please put my uh, email address up somewhere.
2: China. Yeah, I'm please more... share
0: it with yeah. us now. How? How? What are the best ways that people can contact you or directly on the Hemp New Zealand website? How, how do they reach you? How can they get a hold of you and place an order?
1: Just go to hempnz or nz.co.nz, and if you go to the bulk page, you'll see my contact details on the bottom. Just click the link, and you can send you send emails to your hearts content.
0: Yeah. Well, there will definitely be a link in the description for this show. And for those that are listening live, just go to hempnz for New Zealand dot co dot nz and
2: take a look at their
0: products. Um, definitely thankful to know about you guys and appreciate what you're doing bringing these quality hemp, hemp food products to the market. Do you have any any last thoughts or any other little nuggets of advice that you'd like to share with our hemp entrepreneur listeners?
1: never ever ever give up keep going it, you'll get there it may be a hard road but you will get there that's the message everybody
0: amen well i appreciate you shawnee thank you so much for being on the show today and thank you guys for tuning in to another hemp episode of hemp aware radio where we empower and hemp educate your hemposphere with what's most important to you. We believe that making a difference is essential, but knowing how to make a dollar with your hemp products is really what we're about here. So check out hempaware.com if you want to get some branding or marketing advice or strategies. And thank you for tuning into another hemp episode. Thanks, Johnny. Appreciate you being on the show.
1: Thanks, Tyler. Anytime, mate. Nice talking to you.
0: All right. Thanks, everyone. Have a great rest of your day.